Hey, it's Chris. And Kylie. We're just a couple of jerks who need help following Jesus. Our podcast is all about humility. And finding direction and purpose. Especially when life gets hard or things don't turn out like we thought they would. Welcome to Following Jesus for Jerks. Okay. (laughs) Welcome. Welcome back to... A very special episode. Hi, everybody. Shh. Oh, Shh. This has already gone off the rails. <laughs> well, here we are. I'm like, you didn't notice you I may wanna, said You may want to adjust yet. your volume, <laughs> listener. We have a special guest that we're about to introduce in just a moment. In just a moment. Hey, uh... <laughs> Well, first of all, let's let's talk. let's let's let's, let's, let's let's address the elephant in the room. <laughs> I don't mean our guest. Oh my gosh! <laughs> uh, we'll edit that out, right? No, let's yeah. do talk about. We apologize for our technical difficulty last. And by week. we apologize, Kylie means Christian. I apologize, <laughs> big time. Uh, uh, I'm so disappointed in myself. It's so all, it's all right. All right, here's what happened, guys. We recorded two excellent episodes. Probably the best episodes life changing. I mean, honestly, it life changing episodes that will never. Get I don't to know about hear. that. I think eventually I'll. So when we record, we record to a little SD card, and when we first started recording, I kept forgetting them, and like we would buy so many. I had so many extras because we would just buy them because I would always forget them. And one day I got smart and I got myself a big case for them. Orange. A big, bright orange case. Yeah. And have I lost one since? Well, this week notwithstanding. <laughs> I've been great. I've always had them. Anyway, I didn't have the case with me. But no worries. We have a backup here. A backup SD card. We record to the SD card. Somewhere in between Saturday recording these life-changing episodes and uh, Sunday afternoon, that SD card. Went missing. I tore my house apart. I backtracked all my steps all over Fort Wayne. We, I, Kylie looked in the church. Scoured, I came and looked in the yeah. church. Hey, wasn't meant to be. I, that's you, that's how you got to look at some things. Wasn't meant to be. I don't. God know. knew. I don't buy that. God knew. Wow. I mean, God knew. Wow. I mean, but I don't Jeez. buy that. Like, <laughs> he that, doesn't like, know everything. I guess. No, no, no but. <laughs> Jeez, Chris. <laughs> I. I don't know if I can, like, what a cop-out to blame God for that. I didn't blame God. No, I mean, I it would be for, my, for me. that you would be would a... Forget it. <laughs> would be a dunce, <laughs> a dingus. Uh, well, yeah, so, so that's that's why. Yeah. And I, I, on the episode, one of the episodes yes. that we recorded, I'd, I just want to take a second and thank everybody for the prayers and thoughts and messages and everything with... Uh, with Keith um, from yeah. from following Jesus for jerks, I guess from my dad's uh, illness and and death and yeah. um, man, I, we just we saw so many amazing, beautiful things through the midst of darkness and grief yeah. and mourning and um, surrounded by so many people. My mom's been an absolute rock star through this whole thing. Really, a testimony to their faithfulness yeah. in their marriage. I mean, I went back honestly after Dad passed that week. I I had the um, the joy to write the eulogy and share that at the funeral. And and I actually went back, which was beautiful. Oh, thank you. I I actually went back and listened to part of um, the first podcast and just to listen to his, um, his commitment and his faithfulness to his community, to the Lord, to his family. I mean, it was, it made it 
I'm really, I'm really grateful that we have those episodes that I, you know, I can go back and listen. And, yeah. um, so we're all, we're all doing pretty well. And, uh, so I just wanted to thank you and, um, personally and, and also all the listeners that I know yeah. we're, we're praying. So yeah, it was appreciate that beautiful service. Uh, I, lo- I loved how, I loved how packed the place was. Yeah. I showed up a little late and had to like walk all the way to the end to find a seat. <laughs> like, like the, the, that little side door. Yeah. I know everybody stopped and, and, and noticed why. me. No, yeah. I just kidding. <laughs> <clears throat> well, we are, it is uh, late on a Friday night. We, it is dark outside. It is dark. And we are in the pod lounge. I don't no, know what we're going to call whatever. Maybe, anyway. our, maybe our, maybe our special guest can help us with yeah, naming she this place. Ha- okay. So I was thinking earlier, since we asked her five minutes ago to come up here it was like that. she. This is the first female guest mm-hmm. on the podcast. However, not the longest. Not not the longest hair. Not the longest hair. That's right. Because still Michaela, longer than yours and mine combined. Yes, definitely. <laughs> this is one of our dear dear friends. Mm-hmm. We love her very much. I and you've heard her giggle and <laughs> you <laughs> buckle your seatbelts, everybody. <laughs> Hannah Britton is Hannah joining Britton. us. <laughs> Hannah. Pew, 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 pew. Oh. <laughs> Oh my! Gosh, so funny. I would have brought my ear horn. I think I have an app on my phone. We don't have time for that. Oh shoot! Yeah, yeah we don't. We don't. Don't edit, make we don't me stop things. this podcast. You guys made it so hard to not say anything beforehand. How was I not supposed to laugh at any of the? Anyways. What would you like to say? I mean, we were talking about Evaluate Kylie losing his father. <laughs> Yeah. Did you want to laugh? Oh, oh, not that part. Not that part. Okay, you got. All right. Okay, off to a great start. How do we introduce oh, Hannah Britton? Hannah. What do we say about Hannah? Oh, this is. There are so many things. There are many things. Can I tell you one of my favorite things? Please do. Runs a food truck called Chow Down. Mm, Korean stay, tacos at Chow Down FW on Instagram. <laughs> stay saucy, everybody. Stay saucy. Stay saucy. Yes. I always, I'm, I, I feel like one of our. You started coming to the church as a college student. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, it's been a minute. And you worked summer camps. <laughs> and you're a <laughs> camp counselor. Mm-hmm. And we yes. always referred to you. I think that's like the first. There's so much more to you than that. But like the first exposure was like Camp Hannah. Yeah, Camp Hannah yeah. has Camp lots and lots Hannah. of energy. And yep. you were the first person to to tag that. So congratulations. Yeah, that's yours. Wow. You're welcome. It's my gift to you is your nickname for me. Mm. Well, I, <laughs> Camp I, I did not know that. I I can I feel so much better about myself. Yeah, right good. What you else should. does Hannah do? <laughs> Hannah also Bakes bread for communion. I, thank yes. you. Hashtag Susie bread. Susie I won't bread. hashtag the whole time. We'll, just we'll go a little Jesus bit. bread. It's Jesus okay. bread. Yeah. Susie makes. Yeah, but the Jesus but Hannah bread. Hannah's also baked and it. Hannah. Yeah, yeah. Our she, communion bread. Yes, the communion bread. It's beautiful, <laughs> and she always leaves a little extra at the end, just in case someone yeah. wants to, you know, slab it up with some jelly or something. Woo. Right. What yes. else? She sings on the worship team. Yes, she's mm-hmm. uh, a leader here. Yes. Uh, liter- like l- on the board, right? Is that what we call it? Leadership team. Leadership team. Yeah. Sorry, Leadership. not, not the no, board. No, you can call it whatever you want. We're, we're not the, real structured. Fantastic Five. Oh. We're not real structured. <laughs> there are seven. <laughs> fantastic. The holy, isn't, seven is a holy number, right? I think they're all holy numbers. You know, you know. we could find a reason for This isn't a biblical numerology podcast. All right. This is well, then I'll, wrong, I'll wrong, just take it off. polyrhythmic. <laughs> then we... <laughs> See, she hasn't listened. She hasn't yeah. listened, oh, so she doesn't know. She listened to. She's two not episodes. a super fan. She's not a super Listen, fan. She's just, I'm getting there. She's an under fan because she's only listened to two episodes. I don't like that. Under fan. <laughs> <laughs> 
word association. Then, First one was underdog. Like those, isn't that what you call the when you're swinging and somebody yeah, gives you an underdog? Yeah. yeah. What? Oh, he's from Jersey. Yeah, we won't hold swings. it against you. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. When I don't you're pushing somebody on a swing on a swing set, yeah, and you push them, you run underneath them. And you keep running? Really? That's, that's called, called an, an underdog. underdog. I did not know that. Yeah. It's a very Midwestern thing, I guess. I guess so. It's We're not Egyptian. Fine. That's for sure. Are you allowed to say that? That's <laughs> underdog. <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. Late night with the jerks. Yes. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's good. Maybe spe that's special a, yeah, that's, segment. That's the dark version of this Ooh. pot lounge. Yeah. That's yeah. what we call it, late night with the jerks. Late night, late with, the night jerks. with the jerks. So, and you are a paraprofessional in yes. a special ed department mm -hmm. at an elementary, middle school. Middle, middle school. school. Middle school. Yes. What else? Oh, my. Owner of cats? Owner. Oh, well, oh, wow. did I, Why did you have to? That is a I, very sensitive I know, I'm subject. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. As soon as I said it, I was like. But you know what? Back. I mean, it's in the vein. And I think of what we're going to talk about tonight is my issues with dishonesty. So I, yeah. which I can talk about it now because it's, well, one, I should. And two, it's already in the clear. Yeah. It's a whole hairy story. Hairy. No pun intended. Uh, about how uh, I wanted a cat. My roommate moved in. We were like, it's it's time to get cats. We knew we were not allowed to have cats in our apartment. We were like, we're just going to gamble it. Anytime maintenance people come over, we're just going <laughs> to hide them. It was a whole big fiasco. Anyway, she, two cats, right? Mine is Boba. I was in Boba Fett. Beautiful, fat, fluffy, 20 pounds, black cat. Her, her cat's name is Cat. Um, she posts on social media all the time. All the time about cat. Literally the one time that there is a post about Boba is one, not even on my personal social media page. It's on the, it's on Chowdown's page. And the, I just hate Speaking this of story. Chowdown Speaking of Korean at tacos. Chow <laughs> <laughs> I am speechless. <laughs> I enjoyed that joke oh, very much, Kylie. I, I'm blushing. I don't know what to do. There's already been just some things. I'd, all right, if that's how you guys roll. Okay, but no. Anyway, so. My, well done, Kylie. My I'm landlord emails my work email. She has my personal contact info. I didn't even specify in the post that which, e which uh, middle school I worked at. So she had to go look through... <laughs> Anyways, this whole thing, she emails me on my work email and says, didn't know you have cats. Let's chat soon or something like that. And I'm like, here we go. Had to get rid of them. It's a whole, obviously, I'm still working through some things in my heart. A friend, a sister of my friend very graciously took in, took in Boba and Cat lives with um, Shauna's boyfriend in Indy. So he's got, they both have great homes. Just not. When was In this? mine. Last May. Are you May? I didn't know that. You didn't this. know this? No. Well, I don't wow. like to talk about it. Thanks, Clearly. Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly, they're in new homes. <laughs> hey. You hear that, landlady? Hey. hey. No, no. <laughs> I've worked on this. <laughs> yeah. Well, that brings me to something that. What well, a segue, am I right? <laughs> the king of segues here. <laughs> that brings me to something that Kylie and I both admire about you very, very much. Mm is your transparency and your honesty about what God's doing in your life. Yeah. You're transparent and honest when it's joyful, mm -hmm. when it's good, when he's growing you, 
when it sucks and it hurts a little bit, when he's spanking you a little bit, like you're transparent (laughs) and honest through it all. And that's something I'll just tell you, like, it's been cool getting to see that, getting to see you grow in that in the last Mm -hmm. couple of years. And that's one of the reasons why we want, I mean, that's what this podcast is all about. Like honesty and transparency, not just when like, oh, God, God's been so good to me. This week's been an amazing week, but also uh, God's been good to me that this week's been crappy. And I want to just before you dive into that, one of the first things I remember when it became more and more recognizable to me was Camp Hannah, fun all the time, lots of energy all the time. And you were going through some stuff where, you know, we had a conversation about there's times I just want to walk in on a Saturday night and like Mm -hmm. sit in a corner by myself. Mm -hmm. And if I want to cry, I want to cry. If I don't want to talk to anybody, I don't want to, you know, that that's okay. I don't want to be, have to feel like I am Camp Hannah to everybody. Mm. Yeah. And I feel like that was a, a a breakthrough season maybe for you Mm -hmm. of it's okay to not be who everybody expects you to be all the time. Mm. And that's where that genuineness really seems to, to pour out. So how did, how did, I mean, share whatever you want about, you know, your story, your upbringing, like, uh, any of that stuff, how the Lord met you, uh, or how you met the Lord, I should say, what did that look like? And then how did you grow in that Hmm. transparency, genuineness, humility of just being real with people? Wow. Yeah. First of all, thank you for saying that. That's like truly so edifying. I think it's one thing to walk through something with the Lord and it's another thing. And, you know, to like receive the like the healing salve on your soul from that. But then also to have other people notice that is just like such a gift. And like, sure. y'all know me, feel free to jump in and cut me off. Cause I'll probably, I'll be like, okay, so I hopped out the womb and like, this is what. <laughs> Let's and fast then, forward just a little bit. The, okay. All right. Fast forward just a little, <laughs> but you know, it might, so you just help me stay on track. I welcome that. Um, and it's so funny. You said like, start wherever from the beginning, because one of the things that just popped into my mind, I just love how the Lord does that. Um, I really think honesty is one of those things that he has like, like is a part of who he made me to be. And I know that sounds goofy, but you know, like giftings, whatever you want to call it, like destiny, like, cause I can remember being young and hanging out with all the neighbor kids and like somebody would do something stupid. Somebody would do something. They'd be like, no, no, you can't say that in front of Hannah. No, no, you can't do that in front of Hannah. She's just going to run home and tell her mom. Cause like they just knew like that was almost part of like my, uh, like who I was to them. Also it's late. So I'm not going to think a word. So who knows what's going to come out of my mouth. Help me Jesus. Um, but they were like, no, we can't say that in front of Hannah. We can't do that in front of Hannah. Cause she's just going to go home and tell her mom. Cause she's a little honest Hannah. Dark. Right. Narc, like whatever. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. Um, and so then, and I was like, truly, like I would go home and tell my mom, just like the poor woman, I probably put her in her grave way before she needed to. Cause I'd be like, mom, guess what? So-and-so just did. She'd be like, excuse me. You're not going to see that for another lifetime. And, but slowly, right. Like the enemy sin. And I started to pull away from that honesty, started to withhold the truth. And then eventually like started to lie like as a little girl um and so just i remember like perversion starting then but also just noting like as i look back and as the lord grants me eyes to see it it's like oh my gosh lord like you like i can remember that from a young age and then i think like the story has just been like one of struggle and strife because i have just i think 
very obviously consciously at times, but also I think super subconsciously, like maybe one of the hardest things that I've had to learn is that lying is not just making up a story, but it's withholding the truth, you know? Mm, yeah. And so like it has been a journey of the Lord to rid me not only of lies, but also the withholding of truth from him, from myself and from others. So can, can I, can I interrupt and ask a question? Yeah. It's our podcast. Do whatever you want to do. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to interrupt and ask a question. Oh, you got it. (laughs) Noted. So so what, um, and maybe this isn't fair to ask at the very beginning of your story, but let's just go for it. Yeah. What, why do we do that? Why do we lie? Why do we withhold? Like, like what, what? Have you have you been able to on this side of things been able to put your finger on what what it was as a little kid hmm. that that caused you to do that to be that way? What did you learn in life as a little kid to say this is how I have to be with others? Wow. Yeah, I'm just now thinking about it, so let me spitball and okay. don't hold me to it in another two months. You know, I might change my mind halfway through the sentence. I might change my mind in two months. It's the beauty of being human, right? Um, yeah, like why do we do that? I think for me something is I probably struggled and, and still do a lot with it. Like God is not always tangible in the way that humans are tangible to us. And I would my mind has changed a lot about that already, right? Because of the ways I have encountered the Lord since. But when we think of tangible, we think of like this water bottle in my hand, this couch I'm sitting on, these two people doing this awesome podcast sitting in front of me. Like this is all tangible. God is not tangible in the ways I think we desire him to be in our flesh and in our brokenness. And so when I could see tangibly that people who I desired something from were not accepting of me or were not doing something, I was like, okay, I'll do what I got to do to protect myself, to, to make you like me, to manipulate, like whatever, you know? And like, um, and you know, then I could like, that's me trying to take as much ownership as I could. We could get all into like, well, like who wasn't protecting me that I felt like I had to, you know? Um, but yeah, I mean, I think, and at the heart of it is to want to hide too. Like whenever, gosh, I remember St. Wansey, <laughs> my good, good friend Wansey telling me this once. It was like, why we were having a conversation. It's just like, why don't, why do we not go to God? Like, what is that? And, you know, just like, I was probably reflecting on like, why do I like shy away from the Lord? And like her response was just so simple and it stuck with me. And this was already maybe like beginning of our friendship a few years ago. And it was just like, because we want to hide, like it's because of our brokenness, our brokenness is always the result of why we are far from God, like plain and simple. And, and, and it's the oldest trick in the book, right? Like, oh my goodness. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. So like, uh, to, sorry to, to yeah, tie that yeah. back in, like, yeah, I think it was like me choosing brokenness because of what I could see in front of me and not mm-hmm. even at a young age, like listening probably to the conviction that Holy Spirit was bringing or not knowing what to do with it if I did, you know, but yeah, like, why do we do that? Cause we just forget how good God is. We think that there is a better option than something else. Eve, Adam, Mm. we believe for a second that something else is better. What takes us so long to return? Mm. I mean, talking about Adam and Eve, talking about us and our situations. I mean, there's an element to, we forget about his goodness and his love, Mm. but the other side of that is, 
if if we not only remember that, but if we also believe that he isn't a God of punishment and anger right. and like, uh, I think we, th- we feel like God's going to just rain down his anger and, and punishment. And it's like, God desires us to live an abundant joy filled life. Like he's trying to lead us to those things where we don't have to hide. We can be yeah. vulnerable and open. I mean, y- you've, I mean, we've been able to watch you walk through the painful part of honesty and the freedom and the beauty that's come from that, even though it went through such, you know, it came from such a, a dark, hard place for you personally. What was, I mean, I don't know how much of that story you want to tell or like, how did you walk, walk through that? Oh you gosh, can share I'll as much, it. as much oh, or as little as you want. You know? I'll tell yeah. it. Oh Uh-oh. yeah. Okay. Get ready. Seatbelts. Um, Gosh, I, yeah, and even as you asked that question, I'm like, I don't know, like, what was it about that that, like, made me want to return to the Lord? And I feel like the paradox or complexity of it all is, like, it was the Lord. Like, I don't think I even, mm. how did I decide? You know, I don't know, obviously, like, I, you know, the beauty of, like, divine sovereignty and human obedience. Like, I did decide. I did have a choice. But what led me, who knows, I'll talk through it and maybe we'll figure it out, but... <laughs> He yeah. still leads us there, though. He leads us there because everything is a gift from him. Faith, the ability to walk, like, all spiritually and physically. But, um, yeah, so, Chris, as you pointed out, 18, 18 months. Who has been a heck of a journey? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, yeah, so I feel like the return probably has been, like, it's, oh, that, and, and too, so I'll just, like, you know point out i don't really have like a life verse or a theme verse but man does the prodigal son and that one teeny line like and while he was still a long way off mm. the father ran he to him yeah. holy smokes like yeah that's it the father came running and i was met with face to face with my brokenness in light of that so okay so talking about maybe this story is like the perfect combo too of like withholding truth and then making lies um Goodness. Okay. So let's see. It's been a journey. Graduated from Huntington University. Woo woo. Turn up. Um, kids, kids, there's like, kids don't say that anymore. Yeah. yeah. There's going to be like seven people who listen to this that understand that reference. Oh, good. Good. <laughs> good. It's about time. I just really want that to be my thing. Everybody was saying it too much for a while, like a song overplayed. What did she say? Turn it up. Turn it up. Oh, turn it up. You just lost Superfan Bob. Yeah. <laughs> Superfan Bob Bob? Superfan Bob is my dad. Oh. <gasps> Hi, you really Bob. should listen to the podcast. I really yeah. should listen to the podcast. You guys Hi, don't Dad. hold it against me. <laughs> <laughs> They're coming into town in a couple weeks, by the way. No oh, way. Yes. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. We we just hijacked her story. No, Please. it's... I'm very excited. Now I hope Un- I get to see Bob. Underdog fan Hannah. Please continue. <laughs> Un- oh, gosh. Underdog fan Hannah. Um, I don't... I, this is a little tough. I don't know where to start, so I'm going to talk around it a little bit. Uh, okay. So worked a few jobs after graduating from college. I was not, I, let me just paint a picture for you of senior year, Hannah, hot mess, hot, 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 hot mess. Um, everyone was like, you know, 40 plus, uh, applications in. And I was like, I'm actually just trying to graduate. Um, I started going to counseling, which was amazing. Uh, so yeah, I started going my senior year, just like a lot was happening in family life. And I think I finally realized like how much it was affecting me and God bless my counselor's name literally is hope. <laughs> how great is that? Um, 
So started going to counseling, um, just really like I specifically stepped out of leadership, just talking about honesty here. I, I was in a leadership role at Huntington, my junior year, loved it. But I think even a lot was coming to light then. And I didn't realize it and didn't know how to deal with it and didn't want to take it to the Lord. Cause I, have issues with being weak. <laughs> um, so I specifically stepped out of leadership going into my senior year of college because I knew I was like, I want to break the rules and I want to live life. How I want to live life. And that's where we're at. Um, so also just, you know, to kind of tag on to that one, something my counselor actually pointed out in counseling, there's a, Oh my gosh. So a lot is going to come up in the story. So like drinking problems, lying problems, all this kind of stuff, been dealing with drinking problems, she pointed out she's like for like over half of your life really like I probably first tried alcohol when I was like 13 um and just really like something about it just like stuck with me and the enemy just had always really used that so um you know like really had some amazing encounters with the Lord where he like very specifically addressed that when I was still in high school shout out to camp um but like really was just like wrestling with it, going to this university that was like year 21, but we're still going to tell you what you can and can't do. Cause you know, under this whole community life agreement thing. And I was just like, of course, like in my rebellion, I was like, you're not going to tell me what to do. Watch this. So <laughs> yikes. Um, Which never happens at Christian colleges. No, never, you know? And if it does, it's only with the athletes. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. <laughs> so, um, you guys need to get a button, like the Staples button. What does it say? Easy. You guys need to get like a jerk button that says jerk alert or something like that. Oh my gosh. Kylie, we need to do this. You're welcome. Next, next, next episode. It'll be one of these <laughs> on it. Will it really? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, good. I can't wait. Then you can do it's that. It's as a jerk alert. <laughs> <laughs> the next thought that was going to come out. All right. I'm sorry. Go okay, ahead. Okay. So, go ahead, go so ahead. yeah. So give it. Okay. All right. Holy smokes. So yeah. And then I graduate and it was just like, uh, and, and then that the whole wrestling with drinking really became like this internal struggle with the Lord where I was like, no God, like it's okay. Like I'm not, I'm not abusing it how I once was. I really appreciate, like I love food and it's art. I love wine and it's art. I like just tried to find reasoning for everything, which I still agree. Like it's beautiful, but really what the Lord was trying to tell me that I was missing the whole time was he was like, Hannah, but it's not for you. And we got to deal with some stuff here. Like, I'll never get up here and say that I believe drinking is a black and white issue. I think that the Lord says a lot about drunkenness. I think that's very clear, but like, man, I'm not here to condemn you. Like, but you got to listen to the Lord. Cause like what he's saying so good. And I just was not, I was not about it. Cause I was trying to figure it out. Hannah's way and that, ooh, did not work. Okay. So get a bunch of jobs. Um, I really felt like the Lord was leading me back into restaurants. And I was like, yeah, God, I'm like going to be on mission for you. And these restaurants got a job at a really bougie restaurant. And I just was like floundering. Is that a real word? I was flailing. I was not, it was just not, it was not a good fit. Um, ended up getting a job at a pizza place in Huntington. And I feel like my impression of what, how the Lord was going to use me at this 
one fancy restaurant was really like what the Lord intended for me, maybe more in that. And still it wasn't even like, I will not sit here and be like, yeah. And I like so many people to the Lord. I really think it was like, he humbled the crap out of me. Mm. And we really started to deal with a lot of stuff. Like every time a professor or like one of my classmates would come in from, you know, where I recently just graduated and I felt the need to like throw on the table, like, Oh yeah, I'm working here, but I'm also working at this other place. And my uh, business partner and I, we're starting a food truck and like all this, right. So just like really battling with like identity wow. stuff, yeah. got a job at, um, a really amazing, um, women's transitional home called place of grace. And wow. The name that's just hit me with some chills right now. Like love that organization, love what they're doing, love their heart. And Holy smokes. Was it like, just did the Lord use it as a place of grace for me as well. So still kind of like pick back up going to counseling in that time. And a lot just starts coming up about drinking. So this is all kind of like at the same time. So I'm working a lot of places, learning a lot about myself. Part of what made back up a little bit. That's what I've been doing the whole time. You're poor readers. God love them. They're not leader. They're not, they don't read anything. Readers, listeners. It's past my bedtime. Jerk alert. Jerk alert. Oh my gosh. Aww. Yeah, you yeah, that's what I said. The list readers, reader listeners, listeners. Anyways, okay, rabbit trail talking. I'm so sorry. Okay, we're all gonna come around though. It's all gonna yeah. somehow make a beautiful little cake yeah. at the end. Yeah. Okay. Found out through going to counseling, senior year, part of what made it so tough. Like, oh yeah, I probably have ADHD. Had my whole life, just undiagnosed. What? And senior year was just like on top of all the stuff when I'm probably at my unhealthiest, it was just like top the cake, right? So still learning about that, obviously post-college, even now, um, feel like really late to the game, just trying to figure out like, oh my gosh, like here's some things I struggle with. And I think I started using that as like a little bit of a scapegoat too, you know, of like, well, just, or I, maybe not even a scapegoat, but I was just so focused on that aspect that it just made... I think, I don't know. I just clung to something, you know, probably as a crutch in some ways. Um, so working a lot of jobs at this place and just start feeling like this conviction of like, man, I'm watching these women, um, struggling with honest. I couldn't be honest with myself at that time, but like, you know, some of the same issues, different substances, but really the same thing. And I was just in so much denial Cause I was like, I don't have a problem. I don't have a problem. I don't have a problem. Also too, I'm like really struggling with the whole thing of like, it was honestly an ideal position. Cause I was already working in a few different jobs. This job, I got to name my own hours. I was invited into a position to essentially like help create, like there's so much openness and I just couldn't do it. And so it was another thing where it was like, man, this was a point of so much weakness in my life. And the only way I saw to overcome it was to overcome it. And so I just was like, Oh my goodness. Couldn't admit that I was weak. Couldn't admit that I couldn't do it. I just had to do it. I had to conquer it. I had to get over it. So I'm like in this position, that's not a good fit, at least for then in my life, really just like not able to admit that I struggle with drinking. Cause man, I already did that once as like a senior in high school. Why would I do that again? Holy smokes. Okay. So then let's just skip to the pandemic. I struggle. I struggle. I struggle. My, my boss showed me so much grace, um, gave me chances. Like we had open conversations about it all the time. Um, that's with like the whole hours and like scheduling myself. We get to when the world is starting to shut down of March, 2019, 2020. Was it 20? Oh, right. 19 COVID-19. It really throws me off. Um, yeah. March, 2020. 
And I was already kind of starting to have this dialogue with myself in my head and with my counselor. I was like, you know what? I'm going to be honest with you, Hope, because that's literally the point of counseling. I have been lying about my hours while working at Place of Grace. Like I have been writing down hours that I have not actually worked because we've talked about this, my boss and I, and I still like am coming up short. And at the time I was like, yeah, I should probably talk about it sometime, but like, I'm not ready yet. And that is like, so my line with the Lord. I'm like, yeah, I know I should probably work on this, but I'm not ready yet. And he's like, girl, I know I got time, but let's get to getting Um, But just basically like some, oh my goodness, I don't usually struggle with anxiety. And I just started to feel, this was after Easter, um, it was kind of culminating, right? So maybe the first time I like brought it up was let's just say February. So March goes by like months, months go by that. I know I am like lying actively on my timesheet and I it just starting to feel very, very overwhelmed with conviction. And because I was ignoring the conviction turned into anxiety, uh, for me, and so I just woke up one morning knowing that like Monday was coming. I had to turn my timesheet in. And I was like, I have get, just got to tell my boss. Like I have got to tell her that I have been lying about this. And I was like, you know, you start to think through the things. I was like, okay, well, we're in the middle of the world shutting down. Yeah. Like if I tell my boss and because of the conversations we've already had, like worst case scenario, I will get fired. I will lose my job in the middle of a pandemic. Um, we had, uh, that we would, we would have been moving into our second season of chow down. Excuse me. We eventually did, but obviously with everything shutting down, it's like a bunch of unknowns. So it's like, okay. And even the prospect that I do have for a, for sure job is two months away. And we don't even know if there will be a season. So I am like, but I can't describe to y'all the peace that I felt over like knowing what I had to do and just being like, God, this literally makes no human sense, but I just know I have to do it. Um, and I did, I walked in and I was like, listen, I have been lying uh, about my, it was very hard. That was, a I, Oh no, never want to have to do that again. Um, cause obviously like my life, so many, like I could literally directly see how my choices impacted and and caused pain and all kinds of other stuff to other people not to mention all the relationships i had worked to make with these women that i was like did i just flush these down the drain and so that day um and by the grace of god you know like i feel like in some ways it deepened a lot of our relationships because i was like i really messed up and it cost me my job and i understand if it cost us this relationship um and so many of them showed me so much grace um, that was super kind, but yeah, anyway, so I was terminated that day, uh, from my job, went home and just the amount of release that I felt was like unreal. Um, kind of add into that. I'll try to like quickly summarize through the whole drinking thing. So that was February. I very much so Kylie remember sitting downstairs from where we are right now. You were talking about, yeah, so this would have been February of like 2020, I think, um, right around my birthday, still being bullheaded, still being stubborn, still just being like, I don't have a problem. I don't have a problem. Meanwhile, the Lord was bringing up stuff. He was like showing me things like in my family and really starting to shed light on like, Oh, maybe that's why this feels a little more difficult. Like I see trends of coping with alcohol in my family very much. So, um, I see this, I see that. So just like the Lord just started to like peel the scales off my eyes and be like, Hannah, let's just call this what it is. Like I'm trying to heal you and you are trying to stay content with coping 
um, in a big way with alcohol and a lot of other ways, as I very quickly found out too, you know, cause it was like the Lord eventually like was like, yeah, Hannah, let's lay alcohol down. I was like, okay, so Netflix. Okay. So food. Okay. So all this. And I was like, oh my gosh, let me not miss this point. Lord. Like who, yeah. but I remember, sorry. So we were sitting downstairs and you said, y'all were talking about James five. Oh, I'm not even going to remember the verse right now, but, um, confess your sins to one another, pray for each other. And you will be healed. Actually, I think the first part of that is submit to the Lord. Is that the first part? No, that's the resist the devil and he will flee from you. Okay. But anyway, it's also important. But this specifically was about confess your sins to one another. It's in the Bible. It's in the Bible. And I think it's in James. So like two points for that, right? Um, it was the confess your sins to one another, pray for each other, and you will be healed. I don't think God has got a formulas, but I think that is a pretty clear layout. Like A plus B, some healing. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's step into this. Um and I just felt the same feeling going back to camp when the Lord was convicting me about alcohol came in my chest and was like, you're going to talk about it. And I was like, I'm not going to tell these people that I have a drinking problem because I don't like the way that sounds. It doesn't have a nice ring to it. He's like, I know because it's sin. It's not supposed to have a nice wow. ring to it. Um, that just came. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Uh, so I'm sitting there and Kylie and then a, Kylie, you're flipping did it. You're like, yeah and get with each other and pray for each other. I was like, you just had, like, it was one thing to put that James verse on the screen as another thing to actually follow through and make us do it. So we just sat in some circles and we did not sing Kumbaya. <laughs> and I said, listen, y'all, I don't even want to say this right now, but I think I have a drinking problem. And I don't even like that. Admit that. So hurry up and pray for me so we can get through this. I don't, that was, you know, maybe a little internal dialogue, <laughs> but like the power of that moment, right? Confessing because, on our own terms. <laughs> right. Ooh, LOL. And just the amount of lies that I had in my head telling myself, this is what it's going to be like. As soon as you say this, they're going to shame you. They're going to be like, wow, Hannah. Be like, yeah, we already knew. Took you long enough. You know, like all these things. And as soon as it came out, everyone was just like, awesome. We love you, sis. Let's like met with the love of Jesus Christ through his broken people. And the lies of the enemy had to flee because darkness, the light was shining on it. Um, still took me like a few months. Maybe it, maybe it was before. I don't know. National Margarita Day was the last time I drank of 2020. <laughs> <laughs> I was in there looking at one of those Limeritas, and I was like, all right, Lord, this is stupid. I'm in. I know you've been asking me to not drink for a year. Let's just do it. And I don't know. Here we are like a year and a half later, and I'm like, what was all the fuss for? What was all the fuss for? All the lies of, like, it's going to be hard. I'm going to miss out. Like, this is such a huge central point to and then just the timing of it all sorry one more thing and i'll just you know kind of try to put the bow on i remember telling once again counseling was just a huge instrument the lord used in my life at this time i remember telling my counselor months before months before when i was like had that little voice in the back of my head that was like give up drinking for a year and that was just the lord like you know trying to like <laughs> let's start somewhere mm -hmm. and a year obviously felt like overwhelming but I had felt that for a very long time, maybe like two years, right? Ignoring it, ignoring it, trying to. And I told my counselor, I was like, you know, I really think if ever someday anything truly big T trauma happened in life, the where, where I am at right now with my relationship with drinking and like the struggles I'm facing, I really think I would turn to alcohol and it would become like even more so than I do now. And I really think if anything bad ever happened, man, like I would probably just do really stupid things. And this would even more so I would even more heavily cope with it. Made the decision what like what, whatever National Margarita Day was February 2020. Fast forward to April, lose my job. Mm. And I just remember this moment 
let me excuse me are you you pointed this out once to me you were like hey and i like how you just like calling them out like a lot of christians be like oh i lost my job be like no you got fired you didn't lose your job you got fired so i try to always make a point to say no when i was terminated um there was this holy moment in, on my bedroom floor where the lord was just like remember when you told yourself this or remember when I started to deliver you from alcohol or deliver however you want to do that. And remember when you were obedient wow. and remember when, how I'm still here holding you and that doesn't have to be your story. So it wasn't, it isn't. Yeah. And God's done a lot with you since. Holy smokes. And it's all been wonderful and easy and just coasting through life, right? Oh yes. <laughs> yes. Well, I think this is this is, I think this is a good good spot for us to take a little break. And then we'll be back next week. I know Hannah's got a little more of her story and we've got some questions for Hannah. Oh. So. And listener, I'll make sure that the SD card is secured. secured. And uh and so have, if you're listening we're make to a this, before we walk out of here. <laughs> we love you all. We'll see yeah. you next week. Thanks. Peace. Bye. 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 Bye.